All right, guys, welcome back to the pod. You're listening to Coaches on Play. If you don't know what you're listening to, brush your teeth. Uh, <laughs> I interviewed, uh, I met Sultan. Does he have that deep of a voice in person that's, too? Oh, that's so funny that you asked that. That's exactly what Girk asked. Dude, because when you look at him, then you hear him singing. I'm like, wait, what? That's the same person? Same. You heard his voice. It's pretty deep, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, no? it's deeper than like most people's voices. I'll, I'll put a little clip of uh, him talking here. You already know, baby. I just want to see all my fans who use cannabis. They should definitely try this one time. You know, I hope they're going to love it. And I'm waiting for their feedback. He's so he's the guy who does he does who does the verse on um, that Diljeet song. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's so good. He's so talented. So anyways, I interviewed him because he's launching a cannabis product called Puff Puff Pass. It's like his strain of cannabis. I learned that I don't know how to speak Punjabi. (laughs) (laughs) Did you do the interview in Punjabi? No. But I didn't do it in Punjabi because I realized I can't speak Punjabi. I cannot speak. I was tr- it's from the moment I found out I that think I was doing it this. It would be hard for you to switch for like, let's say, if you're having a conversation, you'd be okay. But into a mic? Oh, I can't either. Absolutely not. Into, I was like tripping out. First of all, I found out the night before that this is actually happening. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God. Like, And then like, Amr's like, some, like, have the questions like focused around this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... How am I supposed to ask what inspired you to create a cannabis strain in Punjabi? <laughs> I was like trying so hard to like, I'm like, I kind of so nervous. And I was sweating buckets. I used five blotting sheets on my booty before anything happened. How do you, wait, did you say it in Punjabi? No, I didn't say it in Punjabi. How would you say it in Punjabi? I, cu- I don't know. I couldn't. Like I couldn't physically, I couldn't. And I realized that I can't speak like professional not even prof- like i can't speak punjabi with someone who like i don't know perfect kind of professionally yeah yeah yeah. You know professionally I mean? is the problem yeah professionally you can the speak punjabi with people you don't know because it's conversation but when it's like uh this type of a thing no. oh no okay how am i supposed to say why so what led you to or like how do you decide that this is what you want to do with the cannabis product like how would you say that Oh God! Now you're putting me on the spot. I can't. I told you. No, I No, like, well, let's work on the sentence. <sighs> um, no, I don't think you have to be like super professional about okay, it. Okay, then try it. Just try, try it casual. Ask it casually. Casually, what? Like, what inspired you to? But I feel like it, when you're talking like that, the words that you don't know how to say in Punjabi, yeah. you can just say them in English. Like you could be like, but oh. that's the whole sentence. To see kida inspire hoy. To see kida inspire hoy a cannabis product launch. Pangbrnarnu. I can't say pang, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had to say I had to say cannabis. Okay, so in, but then like, pang is like, to see kithon shuru kita si like, you know, some shit like that. What? Oh, or thoda. Like to see kithon shuru kita si. Like what? where? Like where did you start from? It was select questions like, what's your favorite strain? Yeah. Why do you like to smoke? Yeah. Those type of questions. So, to see, so, 
But he was like, his English is good. Okay. Yeah. So he had no problem. I feel like speaking to me in English. I was one who's like stuttering and shit. My sentences, even in English. I realized that I'm not an interviewer and that job is completely different. Yeah, it oh, is. Yeah. Did you tra- Google translate it? No. I just... I can't read Punjabi, so how would I know? Because it says, uh, does it in English okay, Punjabi at the bottom? Let me try without you saying it. Let me try it, okay? okay. <laughs> it's bad. It's okay. Thuanu inna kama karna la kiska sisa ne parita kita. What? What? Okay, now let me read the Punjabi to you. Thuanu e kam karna la kiska sisa ne parita kita. Never. <laughs> ever so you know how when whenever something's written in like hindi or punjabi when they do the english translation of it they add an ah i don't know why so for example um karma we say karm but prerit like i don't use prerit in regular punjabi but I, like language. i could have said inspire too right yeah, that's what i'm saying yeah. but like i but i physically couldn't like I couldn't sit there and be like, "Hey, Sultan, Tuanu ki chij inspire ki tisi." Like I just would start stuttering and like mixing in English words and stuff. Like I can throw one-liners here and there, but actually having a full conversation, casual in Punjabi, I realized I can't do it. Really? Yeah. Don't you do it with your grandma? Yeah, but like that's just like. You do do it with your grandma. Yeah, but like if I fuck up, it's not like no big deal, right? <laughs> But like with this is supposed to be like a professor. I was like, no, I kind of have to. I have to do it in English, and he was fine with it being like in English and stuff. But I was like stuttering still. I was like sweating. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I forgot to do an intro, and then he was like, "Bro, you should do an intro." I'm like, "Oh yeah." Oh my god. Who said that? Sultan. Oh. So I was like, right. <laughs> I'm like I'm, this is not like I'm not cut out for this. So like, what what in what uh, gave you the prerna to do that to the, do that recording? It wasn't my prerna. <laughs> oh. I was asked to do it. That's what. I was, and then I was like sitting there having this whole midlife crisis. I'm like, what if I had the opportunity to have like Diljit on the show? I'd probably turn it down. Shut the hell up. Because I wouldn't Pam? know how to speak to him. Yeah, but I feel like you oh can talk. My God. Like you can, you know. I think you would pull Punjabi out of some crevice yeah. to talk to Diljit. <laughs> or you just bring Tony on. Yeah. <laughs> Tony's debut episode is when Diljit comes on. Yeah. <laughs> We're the ones busting our asses here, and this guy gets to show up when Diljit is here. He's coming. He's coming to Calgary again. Yeah. Diljit? Yeah. <gasps> when? May something. He's doing like, a, he added like a bunch of Canadian cities to his like oh he's coming here to do a concert yeah yeah yeah. oh damn there's so many calgary people that bought tickets for vancouver no way yeah i know so yeah he just literally announced it yesterday so may 8th he's coming to calgary saddle dome saddle dome and then edmonton may 6th oh my god he's doing calgary and edmonton and winnipeg oh and then he's going to oakland chicago and added like a couple of, and he's doing Toronto in July. If you're looking to buy or sell in the lower mainland, reach out to number one realtor, Lucky Chahal. It's pretty much Kardigal, okay, you guys? If you trust us, you can trust Lucky because he's Graveen's brother-in-law. Just Kardigal, you know what I'm saying? Or if you know someone that's looking, just mention Lucky's name. And if the deal closes, you'll get a $500 referral 
bonus. So mentioned here, Jaja, your mama, Thaya, whatever. Sold by Lucky on Instagram, a name that you can trust, Lucky Jahal. Yo, did you hear that thing? Fucking Sidhu Mosella's mom's pregnant? Yeah. Okay, yo, yeah. I wanted to talk about this. But I'm going to leave it for Patreon because I don't want people coming for our next and shit. Why? Okay. What do you mean, why? What do you mean, why? Why would people come for our next? Because <laughs> I think it's a weird His whys are back. You actually like, tucked those whys away for a while. Did you <laughs> notice? Yeah, he did for like two episodes. <laughs> you stopped saying why after everything. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> and now I'm doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, whatever. That's fuck okay. It's okay. Um. Oh yeah. So okay. Apparently this is legit now because the Hindustan Times reported on it. Yeah. But uh, so allegedly, according to these like news outlets, Sidhu Musiala's mom is pregnant yeah. at 58 years old via IVF, yeah. which is bananas to me. It is. But we've talked about this recently. You remember that, right? We talked about it and I'm pretty sure when it came comes to like people's like young son or sons passing away and then they have then they're like, you know, we need an offspring or we need someone to leave things to this and that. Like I know of someone, a second degree person who uh, lost both their kids and then almost like like very shortly after started planning for ivf to to have but at what another age? kid uh, late 40s this is like 58 is definitely very an extreme like if like, if 35 is considered ger- geriatric pregnancy i don't even know what that is but in this case wouldn't like just a surrogate be a better option like it's still them but a, some, a, like a surrogate carrying, especially since they're so high profile, like the parents. I'm just having like a completely different thought process than what you're going through right now. <laughs> what you're saying, like you're acting like this is normal. I'm not saying no, it's, it's not, normal, yeah, it's but normal. I'm telling you, Pam, a lot of people. Okay, here's my take on it, okay? And I get it that like other people have done it and all this type of stuff, right? But she's... 58 years old yeah there's definitely an ethical and when we talked about this whole thing after when he passed away and remember that whole thing was going on where like every tom dick and harry was going to the pin to do a source and how i remember explicitly saying that i'm like i don't think this is like good for their like mental health slash psyche like they're just constantly living in the that grief and in that loss this now seems like to me that they're just like yeah we're just gonna recreate him now um not recreate him but we, they essentially want uh an an offspring like they they want to continue they want their like family name or their genes or anything to continue exactly. everything that they've ac- you're accumulated ass- you're assuming that i think that they're trying to but they won't even be alive by the time this child would be old enough to do anything. Yeah, but no, I don't. I, I'm not saying they're trying to like do that. They're trying to see him become a rapper. Oh, I'm saying that they're just trying to recreate like their son. Well, yeah, like, like in a and way. Then, and then I don't. I I see this this kid being prated around now. Well, yeah, it's so that's where I'm saying like the whole. I was reading somewhere that it might even be twins. Yeah, someone else would message me. Be that surprised today. at this point because that's happens a lot in ivf um situation i just feel like 58 is wild 
I think, okay, let's say, put aside the fact that it's Sidhu Musiala's parent. There's a lot of other people that do this, okay? There's a, actually a whole, like, debate about the, the ethics behind all this of, like, you're bringing life into this world, but your time on this planet is very limited at this point. By the time, and, like, what kind of quality of life are you giving that child when, let's say, she's 58, his dad must be 60, by the time this kid is 10, 15 years old, your yeah. parents are going to be in their 70s. Jesus Christ. And then it's also now look at the side of like now you have to live up to your older brother that you never met. This whole th- this child being born or children, whatever, being born are going to be born and indoctrinated from the jump, believing that they're the reincarnation. Okay, because people are, are, I'm reading that in the comments. Oh, God. Like, why grudy, you know, this, that, like, it's God's will, this and... But it does, you don't give a fuck, man. Yo, I saw the wildest TikTok the other day. There's this guy who was living in Australia, Desi guy, right? He moved from India to Australia. Then he came back to India, opened up a fast, like, street food, like, stand, top bar type of thing, like a little ready. And you know what he's doing? He has a ninja air fryer. And he's putting chicken, masala, everything, putting it in the air fryer. And then, like, everyone's, like, rattled. And he's like, e Like, it's air. There's no oil, nothing. Oh, that's what he's saying yeah, to the people yeah, in yeah, India? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that's the best. Dude, I was, like, repped it. Fucking G. Yeah. He's like, Pella Punjab de Chortanu kitani labbani this. And I was like, holy fuck, man. It's a ninja air fryer. It's straight up ninja air fryer, man. Yo, it's so jokes. That's hilarious. Anyways, yeah. That's probably, obviously, what it is, is they're trying to, like, carry on their like legacy or whatever yeah and uh but i don't know it's just a little wild the whole like that whole concept is heavily debated yeah and these kids like i just feel so bad for this kid or kids that are going to be born into a like a completely different life from the average person already when it comes to like the spotlight situation but then there's the pressures of having to live up to like who their brother was and always now living you're in the shadow it's going to be always living in the shadow but then your parents are going to be 75 yeah and won't might not even see you graduate plus two all these girls tripping about their biological clock ticking settle the fuck down okay yeah <laughs> There's a 58-year-old woman out here doing pregnancy via IVF. Just be glad IVF. you're born in this day and age. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is crazy, but I don't know. At the same time, it's pretty sick. You thought it was sick? I thought it was, I, I don't know. I thought it was, yeah, fuck it. To me, it made sense. I'm like, yo, I get it. Like, your son passed away. Like, obviously, had, like, all this, like, you know, wealth and, like, whatever. And, like, you know, imagine this kid grows up and he's just, like, just a sick fucking Punjabi artist, too. I doubt it. I feel like kids that are born into like legacy never live up to it. Yeah, I can see that too. But apparently I was like, I read this other thing too, that there are over a hundred unreleased songs that Sidhu had that were already written. Some of them were even produced and that the family has them, but they were, they were given all of them and they're like deciding on when and how they want to release them. Yeah, I heard that too when when he first like passed away. Yeah, so imagine they're just like, okay, fine, we'll have a kid. Hopefully this guy's sick of singing. And then boom, here's a hundred songs written. Well, like I was listening to this uh, one Joe Rogan episode or whatever, and he was talking about how he's like, I know that my kids are not going to be as successful as me. Yeah. they're not. He's like, I just know. He's like, because 
they just have everything. Yeah. It's like they haven't, they're, they'll never struggle. Yeah. They'll never like, they'll have to like really like work at something to get, you know, like they won't have the incentive. Mm-hmm. He's like, and then he was talking to the guy and he's like, yeah, I agree. He's like, all my friends, all my successful friends who are like very successful have been through like some crazy shit in their mm-hmm. lives and they've had to fight and really have like this crazy like ambition but that's so true a lot of kids that are born into like legacy or born in the shadow of something will never live up to it mm-hmm. and they they I, and I, I honestly think it's because they just they don't have to yeah they don't have to and also i think so much of something like some things that are good come from some form of struggle oh yeah like yeah. for example when girk was like oh well, what if like these babies grow up and they're like one of them is like a sick singer or like you know it's just as good as Sidhu. i think they're a combination of things that made him him yeah. look at all the struggle yeah that and you know it's all like even like his lyrics like what he writes is like something is it's an experience yeah and why did he like connect so hard with like someone like tupac because he saw him his struggle you know like that type of stuff like if you're handed something like you know on a silver platter like you're not gonna have that level of like that guy um have you i'm sure you like heard of him that harsh uh oh harsh yeah harsh lakati whatever 16 year old kid that to me is like this guy could be on Sidhu's level, maybe even better. Yeah. Because yeah, he's 16. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And his flow is sick. Yeah. And he's just 16. Imagine like t- five more years, that much more practice. His freestyle can get that much more like crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's already collaborating with like these. His big videos names. just throw me off, you know, because he's wearing like a full pog and then he's like, all, he's like a little kid. And I'm just like, what's going on here? But it's like a combination of like the decisions that you make, like who you choose to partner with, what you're doing, when you're doing it. Yeah. There's so many things, especially when it comes to like timing. Who knows? I'm not. I don't want to set up the kid for failure or anything like that. But I'm just saying, the expectations are gonna be way too high. (laughs) This kid's gonna be like, the fuck. What about fuck these kids? (laughs) Imagine one day when I have a kid. Yeah, I was just thinking that today. I was like, like, I was like vacuuming. My son. I was like vacuuming, and I'm like, I'm like, I just find it so funny that Greg like talks so much shit about like. Like kids, fuck kids, this, that, this, that. Then w- w- watch when he has his own. It's going to be completely different. Yeah. Like, no, I'm going to be like, fuck this kid. No, you're not. Like, did you just breathe on my kid? Yeah. It's going to be like that. You know, chat GPT has like applications now where you can like create like an AI boyfriend or <laughs> or girlfriend to talk to you. Shut the fuck really? Yeah. What's your boyfriend's name? <laughs> no, I, I, first of all, I tried. I don't know how to do it. Because <laughs> I was like trying to test it out and see like. So I could read some of it, but I couldn't figure it out. You have to like download like a third. You have to go to like the chat GPT store. Yeah. And download. Oh, is this like the, for example, like I just set up a new laptop and it gave me the option at some point to set up an assistant and her name's Monica. Yeah. It's like, it was meant for like you, you to have a personalized chat bot for something. So you can go to the chat GPT store, I guess, like an app store. They asked me to pay for Monica too. Yeah. And like buy like a, like chat bot that's specifically for what you need. What people started doing is uploading like boyfriend or girlfriend chat bots, which you're not allowed to do because OpenAI has like a policy that they don't uh, allow their chat bots to have like personal relationships and stuff yeah so it's no- technically not allowed but they're still up there yeah. 
and they were, I think it was just released like a month ago or maybe like two months ago and uh yeah people have been like using it to like chat with uh like as if they're like dating the chat bot yo people have fucking lost it man. one is called korean girlfriend the other one, one's called virtual sweetheart and the, and the other one's called your girlfriend scarlet that's crazy man i feel like you have to be like so fucking lonely yeah to be able to do some shit like that but look at all these people that um just go into like chat rooms and like just talk to people like they they don't want they're too uh anxious or like nervous or whatever yeah, but to like talk to people in real life is like i feel like a chatbot is like oh my god this is like black mirror level but shit. chatbot is like because even when you talk to chat gpt to do stuff for you the shit that it regurgitates out is so like it's like robotic it's so robotic so i could like imagine that this would be just like that maybe they've they're changing the code on this a little bit to make it a little bit because it isn't like the whole thing of talking to someone is so that that they're like funny and they're like witty yeah and they like you know can you guys can talk about things that are happening like oh did you see kanye west did this like you know but then you can set like their tone like yeah but people's tone changes so you're gonna go into the algorithm every day be like oh today i want her to be sassy today i want my korean girlfriend to be this like like how are you you know what i mean that's just crazy it's just crazy bro it doesn't i don't know i don't even understand this shit it's too much, man. People are already so fucking hilly as it is. Now you give them this type of shit. Have, I just recently Hillard, watched... right? Uh, yeah, I watched that thing, uh, Searching... Wait. I have a secret or something to tell you? It's on Netflix or some shit like that. I have a secret to tell you or some shit? Yeah, it's something <laughs> like that. It's some shit I like that. I think it's called, uh, I have a secret to tell you or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> I have a secret to tell you? Yeah, something like that. It's like on Netflix. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah, can I... What did I say? Do you want to know a secret? Yeah, I do want Same to know a secret. Cyber stalking. Yeah. But even that show, I was like, yo, that's pretty fucking like, how do you have that much fucking time on your hands? To be stalking someone like that? Yeah, just to be doing it. Like when you watch this thing, it'll make sense to you. But like just people like, you know, when you just sit there all day, you're just like talking to a fucking computer, like, yo, go get a fucking job. But like, no, for example, like Simran Bogle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 years. Yeah. I still can't get over that. And also, I'm pissed that no one's found out her. Yeah, like how have how we... is there a, how has she not been, no more pictures of her not been released? Now it's just all in the past, huh? Now it's just like old news, you know. No, but like the only picture that people found was that one old picture from her of college. Yeah, but like I want to know what she looks like now. Maybe if in like another year. No, know. but that it was something would have come out by now. Yeah. Like, like how is nobody in your network like? Yes. How come no one has sent me a picture? And I apparently have so many listeners in the UK. <laughs> I don't believe it. Mad Rose dinner. I don't believe it. She's lying on me. <laughs> and what is she doing? Like, does she have friends? Is she in a relationship? Yeah, is she she's married? married. She's, she apparently, married. allegedly, she's married. Or she had, when that podcast came out, she had just gotten engaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I heard. But I feel like this was like, that shit was like the case of like both of them. We're like fucking just <laughs> Hillard, Hillard. Yeah, they're Hillard Dmog Uli to the next level, man. <laughs> Stage four Dmog Uli happening. Stage four Dmog Uli happening. But I just feel like nowadays it's so easy. Like if you try to like, you know, you'd start talking to someone and you try to meet up like three, four times 
and it doesn't work out, I thought I would just be like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I would be like ten years later, still fucking. This guy's in an accident. She's calling him like, I can't fucking talk to these like machines. She's like, you know, like it's just so stupid, man. Okay, so there's this like Facebook group called BC Wedding Vendor Recommendations, Reviews, and shit, right? The some chick thought she was making the most sickest fucking crazy post and share it she's like i was i'm trying to book this photographer and this is how they're like responding to me like she's asking what equipment they use why why do you why do you (laughs) fucking care (laughs) what are you a fucking professional photographer you need to know what kind of fucking nikon they're using so she's like what what type of like like equipment like cameras and stuff do you use right they're like um like do you have like a preference or something like we can let you know if we use the ones that you prefer or whatever, like if they're similar specs to like what you yeah. want or whatever, but we don't share those like type of like those details. They're not like really relevant. Yeah. And she's like, no, I just want to know because I, I I feel like I'm a customer and I have the right to know. First of all, no, you don't. Yeah. Right. What does it even fucking matter? Exactly. Yeah. It's such an irrelevant question. Right. And then so she posted all the screenshots of this text conversation as if as if it was like the smoking gun. And this was going to send this guy out of business in five (laughs) seconds. Okay, Everyone's commenting like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So many people have like commented saying, I think you should delete the post. Like, it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. They're like, this is not going the way that you thought it was going to go. This is like really weird. Like, why would you care what camera? And then she sends a picture right to him of his own work. What camera did you use for this picture? Why? Why? Yeah. He's like, we're not, we we don't provide like workshops, like where I'm telling you what I'm doing. And if you're hiring me for your wedding, you can see my portfolio, what type of pictures there are. What does it matter? What equipment I'm using? I'm not going to share that information with you. Yeah. And she's like, I have the right to ask. I have the right to know. He's like, no, you don't. Yeah. What kind of fucking dumbass shit is that? But then in the comments, there's like like too much. Like usually when you're wedding, you're like, yo, you're a sick photographer. Okay, sick. Like you know what to do don't ask me anything yeah you know i mean or if it's like you know like someone was comparing it to like makeup well some people ask like makeup artists blah, blah, blah. that's different it's a products that you could be sensitive to you're allergic to you want to know like hey do you use like these like what type i have that question all the time what type of products do you use and i'll say things like you know like nars like blah blah blah. but in those cases names. there's like literal li- like liabilities involved exactly. because it's going on their skin yeah. but for something like uh Cam- what, like what the hell do video. you know of what a camera is and like what and what camera are? and what lens and oh, like what lighting they're using and ultimately once they take a picture there's so much editing that happens on the back end anyways yeah. this is the dumbest thing the I've people ever. have mentioned that as well they're like so what are you gonna like or do you want to know what like editing stuff that yeah. they use like and there's so many different things you use this for this but like for example they might use something for the wedding day but they might use something completely different for like the reception yeah. day like even the most amateur person has like so many pieces of equipment. Like, um, are we supposed to send you an equipment list? The other thing that I was like thinking was like the photographer like just kept like you know responding and being like, I'm not gonna tell you that. Blah blah. blah. I would have just said like, Hey, we don't share that information, but you can see from the portfolio what the pictures turn out like. If you're happy with that, I'd be more than happy to like sign a contract. Whatever beyond that, I I don't share like my specs and like my equipment, what I use. I do use top notch, blah, blah, blah. Just give like the brand Nikon, Sony, whatever. Don't give like the model numbers or anything like that. And then if she goes, no, I want to know that you just don't respond anymore. Honestly, I don't even know what else to say, man. 
I feel like we've been doing this podcast for like fucking three years now and it just yeah people people are just getting dumber I've lost my you know I've faith lost, in humanity yeah i've lost hope oh my god the original poster replied <gasps> what did she say 27 minutes ago what did she say she's like first of all none of you bitches know what the fuck a camera is hi all thanks for your comments on this matter i've heard from both sides and for me knowing the equipment is important i understand the photographer is the artist which is initially why i replied to the message from blank they had some beautiful photos i wanted to know about the camera as technology evolves quickly in photography and it can affect the resolution and quality shut the fuck up <laughs> the technology advances quickly and affects the resolution my wedding from 2011 i could still today blow up those pictures as big as i want and it will be perfectly fine but don't ever do that because <laughs> you straight look like a fucking potato a, a very general example <laughs> A very general example, if I decided to blow up a photo, it's possible that it may not print well because of the camera. My 2010 DSLR, I'm telling you right now, ain't no professional wedding photographer using a 2010 <laughs> DSLR, okay? <laughs> Won't produce better pictures than a mirrorless camera. Also, the lens makes a difference with the lighting in the photos. I like natural light, so I don't want, so I, I'd want to know the aperture? Apertures change like... I could take a picture here and there and I would have to change the aperture on it. This is dumb. Or she's like a photographer herself. No, but then say it. Say, hey, I understand blah, 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 blah. So like, do you use this, this and this? Like you lead the conversation. You can't just straight up go to someone and be like... Someone should just go comment underneath the buzz and just be like, are you dumb? With a question mark. Literally, I think I might do it. Yeah. (laughs) Are you dumb? Also note to those commenting about my ask for a lower price, weddings are expensive and so I had indicated that I wanted under $5,000 for the package I was looking for. I'll leave this up for a while to engage in some final conversation, but we'll ultimately remove the post. Yeah, because you're an idiot. You have an event coming up, any type of event, okay? Let's say like it's a bridal shower, let's say it's a baby shower, a birthday party, mendy party, wedding event, whatever it is, okay? And you want to do something special, you got to make sure that you have a dope, out of this world charcuterie board there okay if i show up to an event and there's a sick ass charcuterie board i appreciate it so much i take pictures of it i'm like oh my god look how cute this is guys have to check out car charcuterie. all right that's spelled k-h-a-r charcuterie. they offer charcuterie boards boxes and tables they're based in vancouver but they have pickup locations in Surrey and Abbotsford, and they also offer delivery in the lower mainland. They're able to accommodate allergies and dietary restrictions as a perfect add-on to any gathering. And make sure you guys pre-book now for your events that are coming up in the spring and summertime. Mention coaches for 15% off any order, and they will hook you guys up ain't no event without a charcuterie board from car charcuterie link is in the episode details but we'll ultimately remove the post yeah because you're an idiot i think i would i have no camera and i think my starting code would be more than five thousand dollars i don't even have a camera i'll be like oh you want me to take pictures five thousand dollars minimum minimum this is also what you're talking about where people that want to pay the least ask for For the the most most. oh my god the cheapest people are the most demanding ones yeah that's why so many people have found (laughs) 
that market of people where yeah. they will they don't question the price nothing and they'll just go with it but they also ask for the like they just want whatever it is that you're offering they're not trying to complicate anything yeah. i don't even know how any vendor would want to work with this chick now like if i was a vendor and I saw this. Yeah. I mean, I, I am a vendor. But if for some reason this girl was like to inquire, I would just block her email. <laughs> I wouldn't even engage. Please. Yeah, I'm not trying to get my screenshots posted. <laughs> like if you're getting surgery, are you asking your surgeon like what kind of tools they're yeah. using? To People literally getting their fucking asses cut open and they're not asking half the questions this chick's asking. They're doing it in like fucking Mexico in some random ass dungeon, right? <laughs> get some implants put in your chitter and they take a kidney you have no idea you just wake up all fucked up also since when are there so many non-indian people like comment yeah in the bc indian wedding vendor reviews recommendations why are you in our space no i'm just really confused because there's literally so many non-indian people that are commenting on this non-indian aka white people (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they're infiltrating our spaces Kravine <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm good for it yeah dude I've worked with like photographers where I'll take a behind the scenes like picture of the bride during the morning and a photographers ask me like to like not post it Why? they're like please don't post it because like I have my lights set up in a specific way and like the posing and stuff and a lot of like photographers like copy shit that I do oh. so don't post it mm. Oh damn! So I'll be, and I'm like, okay, that's legit. Like, yeah. you know, I'm like, fine, yeah, no problem, no issue. Okay, I got an inquiry. Okay, <laughs> okay. Usually I don't share this, but it's so funny. I didn't even respond to this person, but it was just so funny. <laughs> Looking for a bridal hair and makeup quote on blank date and blank date for a total of four events at Cochrane, Alberta, mm. near Calgary. Very light makeup and a simple yet volumizing hairstyle. On the 28th and 29th hairstyle on the 29th to be more elaborate. I have shoulder length, fine hair and sensitive skin. No active acne, but there are mild, medium acne scars. At this point, I would have just not even responded. The Anyways. level of description. Yeah. like I cannot. Once it gets to this, I'm not even Once like, we're describing the size of the pores. pores once it gets there. But don't, don't you want to know that? Because I don't want to know that. Absolutely not. But what, if, but what if you're like, okay, yo, this skin's... This chick's skin's junk. I'm just gonna say no. 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 Be- I would rather not know. Yeah. Because, but like, so what this is telling me is that this person is very self critical, yeah. right? Yeah. And no amount of makeup is gonna make them feel good about themselves. If she has sized up her pores, yeah. you best prepare to be her, like her sizing up. She will be taking a ruler to the eyeliner wing to make sure that it's down. <laughs> to the exact same millimeter even yeah. if that even if her own uh, two eyes are two different sizes like if, and one wing needs to be longer like if they had just given a regular inquiry right these are my dates this is what i'm like yes. hair yes. makeup Standard. these dates are you available what are your prices right you respond they book cool they say hey i have some like skin concerns i was wondering if you have any recommendations that's the way to do it because then I can point you in the right direction. Yeah. But if on the jump, you're already listing every single insecurity you have under the book. I'm like, yo, I ain't trying to deal with like someone yeah. like this. Yeah. Like who's so like, you know what I mean? Anyways, no active acne other, but other than me, 
medium mild acne scars somewhat open pores that need coverage i also need someone to neatly drape my saudi indian style for all four four events with the one on the wedding to be done in a traditional something style also light makeup for my husband and my (laughs) the husband needs makeup also light makeup for my husband and for my future sister-in-law it will be much lighter than mine of course (laughs) we are also exploring the idea of having the same person for henna application on hands and legs the same person that does the hair makeup husband yes yeah and preferably for waxing and facial and threading as well we might also need light black hair dye application for my mother we are working on a budget of 400 dollars. no they're not <clears throat> is that for real this is a real request not only did this person dm me she also emailed me yeah for 400 dollars. all of that for 400 hair and makeup travel out of calgary for four events makeup for her husband and her sister-in-law and mendy on hands and legs but god knows how many people waxing facial threading and hair dye and hair dye light black color what does that even mean (laughs) on on my mother with budget of four hundred dollars not even a bottle in india would charge that little for what you're (laughs) asking me and fami we we ended up going in on this and i was pulling out the inr to cad (laughs) freaking conversion i'm like this four hundred dollars converts to this much in rupees yeah it's like ten thousand rupees isn't it yeah i'm like and even your most like the like brutal parlor in India that offers all these services because this is a very like it's a thing in India where if you're doing whatever you're doing for your wedding you're gonna go to the same parlor for your <laughs> your facial your mendi dyeing your hair hair and makeup everything yeah she clearly doesn't understand parlors don't exist here and the four hundred dollar budget I was like oh, are you kidding me right now four hundred dollars and you're gonna get your reply. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, man. <laughs> oh my god. You should just sound like a generic message. No. The budget is too low to even get a reply. <laughs> Auto reply. Yeah. You've been <laughs> transferred to the low, <laughs> extremely low budget auto reply section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. I, lo- I honestly loved it though. I loved that message. It was so funny. I got a great laugh out of that. Did you reply? No. <laughs> This was, yeah, and then pretty much between me and Pammy working together for all the years we did, and then the little while that I had inquiries on my own, and all this, all of this combined, we have never gotten such an out-of-pocket wild inquiry. (laughs) I've been doing this for 13 years. That's mad, though. And I have never, I have never in my life. That's crazy. $400. That's fucking nothing, man. My truck fills up for $200. (laughs) if i had okay let's say for some reason like this client had booked right and i was like just i lost all my entire brain (laughs) and like i had booked this person and then suddenly i like grew back my brain and i realized i didn't want to do this anymore i would pay her an extra four (laughs) hundred dollars so i would refund her eight hundred dollars to not do it hundred percent i literally would pay her it's not even worth the time man it's not you're literally probably averaging like no joke probably ten dollars an hour Okay, guys, let's move on to the coach's little portion of the podcast where we answer your questions, react to your stories. Please don't take anything to say seriously. We're just talking that shit. If you need real professional help, please reach out to someone who knows what they're talking about. This is just for entertainment purposes only. 
Okay, first question we have here is from a white listener. Oh, shit. Sure. Okay. I give the bomb on the goalie listen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, coach, I'm a minority white listener, and I had questions about toilet Watergate. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Hoping you can clarify. I'm going to let you guys answer this question, okay? You, we can't even clarify this because we don't understand this ourselves. This is not our, like, these are, these are different type of Indians. The, <laughs> hoping you can clarify. I understand this whole thing about washing your ass is better than just toilet paper. And it makes so much sense. But fill me in on the jug slash cup situation. Are you just splashing your ass? Slash pouring the cup of water on your ass, or are you physically touching your ass with your hand <laughs> and the water? I'm just confused on how this works and would love to be cultured. Love the podcast. <laughs> you don't want to be cultured on this, man. I don't even want to be cultured. No, no, on this, you man. ask and you shall receive. You're about to be cultured. I want to be left out. Yes, your fingernails are all getting all up in there <laughs> when there's a jug involved. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's is, all funny. Uh, Talk about cultures. Yeah. There will be plenty under your nail beds. Grimmy. so gross, man. Why are you talking about this fucking goon tartisha all the time, man? Oh, now this is where you guys draw the line, <laughs> huh? This is where I draw the line here. This is where I draw the line. Grimmy is probably in there fucking scratching your jetter and shit. It's like, yo, man, keep that shit. I'm just painting a picture, bro. Yeah, you're probably painting, literally it's so finger funny painting because a picture. It's like, I, like I bet you that Gore actually wonder this because I see all the time like people like like you know talking about like how like that like debate that like you yeah. know people only use toilet paper so gross this and that yeah. but then I'm like I wonder if these people know actually how like <laughs> yeah how culturally you're supposed to do it and it's literally <laughs> yes thank you it's like you're you just need that little fucking thing, man. Turn the but that's what... Oh, so that's a bidet. Yeah. That's a bidet. That's yeah. fine. But the water is shooting out at a certain pressure. Yeah, yeah. That but when you have like a cop jug situation... And the water is trickling. <laughs> yeah, it's not doing anything. It's a if soft it, stream. If you're just lightly pouring it over your ass, it's not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well just dip your butt into the toilet bowl at that point. <laughs> Splash it with the toilet water. <laughs> I can't believe me. So she's saying like, are you just splashing your ass, pouring the cup on your ass, or are you physically touching your ass with your hand and the water? Yes, the latter. <laughs> the lettering. The lettering. The lettering, the lettering. The lettering. Go to play like, yo, these dishes are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is so funny. You guys think that's like whatever fucked up? Think about when you have a kid and you have to fucking clean his chitar too. <laughs> Until they're like eight years yeah. old. Yeah, that's you know, that's so fucked, man. <laughs> like it's different when it's like your own, but when you have to do like even if it's your own kid, it's just like yo, what the? Who was telling me one time? Someone was telling me she's like, yo, it's different. She's like, it's so different and easy to clean like a baby's diaper and a baby's butt. Yeah. She's like, but when they start having like adult poos yeah. around like two years old, huh. she's like, then it's like. It's not two years old, Pam. Yeah. They start having adult like poos after six months because once you start eating solids. No, but like if they're four years old running around, Graveen, they have like logs, bro. One year olds have logs too. What? Yes. 
They're eating the same food as us. Yeah, but they're eating way less. It's still, they're eating way less proportionate to their body. So they're eight years old running around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fucked. This is the stupid situation ever, but ever. But my friends are all telling me that I'm wrong and I really don't think I am. So this past weekend, my friends and I all went for dinner with our husbands. This is four couples in our early 30s. My husband is an engineer and I'm a teacher and we collectively make around 180k a year. And we have our separate bank accounts for fun money and a joint account for joint expenses and bills that we both pay into. This is where the problem started. We were mentioning how expensive things have gotten and I like to read and often buy books. So I jokingly said that, yeah, I've cut back on buying books and started to use the library recently. Truly peasant behavior. And my friends were like, damn, your husband probably doesn't love you. Because I'd buy my wife whatever she wanted. And I laughed it off and was like, well, I have a job, so what else am I spending my money on? We live with my in-laws and they have paid for their mortgage off. So legit, my husband and I have a few hundred dollars in monthly bills and then we save and spend on. She's like, but I pay for everything else, my nails, whatever, blah, 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 okay? Laser, spa massages, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, my friends have apparently been simmering over this because their husbands have been like, oh, how about you just pay for your own things like she does? And one of them really wants to do one joint bank account and personal account situation. And they're mad at me for bringing it up. Should I have another conversation with them or just let whatever happens happen and move on with my life? Conversation with her friends? Yeah. I don't even understand the fucking question. Yeah, I was a, I was a little that lost. Was but then I Gravine's rambling. That was so bad. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have even read that. That was yeah. so bad. No, I think it's a definitely a good one to discuss. I was, I'll clearly have a lot to say about it. But so she went on dinner with her friends. Yeah, and she said how that she's cutting back on costs by not buying books and going to the public library. It's yeah. no. It started off by mentioning that she, her, and her husband have their own accounts. Yeah, and they only combine their. They put money into a an account for like expenses but then they keep their own money separate for like personal stuff for their own stuff yeah yeah yeah. and then she was like oh i've had to cut back on books because of the inflation blah 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 and And then one of the husbands said oh shit your husband must not love you because i buy my wife everything and then she was like she's like no i pay for everything else anyways like i pay for my own nails hair laser massages if i want them done or whatever because you know i have a job make my own money like why would i you know because we have our own like separate like personal account stuff and then now her friends are pissed at her because now their husbands are like yo why don't you pay for your own shit now i'm thinking their husbands don't love them <laughs> yeah that's what i was saying like it looks like your husband doesn't love you because he's ready to fucking throw it all out he, uh, he's probably like what the fuck i'm over here spending fucking money on your fucking nails fuck you you're just wiping dirty with it <laughs> that is okay this is obviously like I don't know if me uh, I don't know if me and Girk have had this conversation. I'm pretty sure we have on the pod. Yeah, a hundred times probably. That we're of the joint finances side thought family. Um, but so th- obviously right off the bat, I don't agree with, <laughs> with how she's doing her finances. But the husband saying let's go from joint to separate is ten million times more weird. Yeah. Than starting off separate. But I don't even think it's joint. Like, I think, I don't even think it's joint. I think it's just like the chick probably makes like no money and then the husband just pays for everything. That's even worse. No, but she said after, she's like, I want to clarify that all my friends are employed and also live with their in-laws. 
to save up for housing. They all make close to 100K themselves. So it's not like they're jobless and wouldn't have any money if their husband suddenly decided not to pay for things anymore. So that means they, they probably also have separate accounts then, no? Everybody has some form of a separate account, usually. But it looks like like they're not doing like what the other people are doing. Like they yeah. just have the one separate joint account for like household expenses. And then everything else is like separate. So they probably put like, they have like all their bills. Yeah. They know what they're paying like reoccurring every month. Yeah. And they just split it down the middle yeah. and put that, transfer that money into like Yeah, they trans account. probably transfer, <clears throat> let's say, 1500 like each. The- Wait, this thing is written. I feel like that the other friends that they also have separate accounts, but their husbands just pay for everything oh, and they keep their own money. In yeah, like, that might be what this is. That's about. what I think it is. Yeah, that, uh, that's how what I took away from it. Because yeah. then why else would they get mad? Yeah. Like, why is the husband saying, well, pay for your own shit then? So it must mean that the other friends have completely separate accounts nothing's joint and there's no joint splitting of the bills and the guys are paying the bills so they're paying the mortgage the utilities whatever they're paying all that stuff plus paying for their girls like hair makeup paying like let's say the credit card bill that has all these other charges exactly yeah and then they have their own separate account where their money's just going and staying and now they're mad at her for saying well why'd you say this because now that's very weird yeah i think that's but i don't think that but then what's their what's their money sitting on the side for as a married Probably couple. Dumbass shit, man. Probably buying dumbass clothes and shit. Spending money on like fucking five, ten thousand dollar purses. Dumb shit like that. hundred percent. You, you're the one who made that statement last week. That was a girlfriend. You're- that was a girlfriend they were dating. Yeah. But when you're- Your money is our money and my money is my money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's one way to think about it. But if I had a whole ass full-time job and I was getting a regular salary and we're not touching it. No, I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about- just inflation eating your money if it's just simply sitting there. You think these type of chicks who have cares? any idea of... They could, be, who, you, they could be putting it into the S&P 500 for all you know. <laughs> the point is... Okay, is that, well then the gains are... It's under... It's while you're married so they also belong to your husband in a way. But anyways, that's yeah. that's whatever. I, I think the way your friends are doing it is fucking weird. But we don't know if that's how they're doing it. But That's the only thing that makes sense. You guys are thinking way too hard about it, Okay. The fact that these people are married, it doesn't matter which account it's in. As soon as you're married, everything is like yeah, together now. Yeah. Even if you have a separate bank account. Yeah, yeah. It, so it doesn't even matter who pays for it. Because at the end of the day, if you get divorced, everything is split down the middle, regardless of if the account is under your name yeah. or if it's under his name. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even matter who pays for yeah, it. No, no, yes. we understand that. Yeah. I think you're digging too deep into it. Because no, you're thinking about divorce. We're not even, <laughs> we're just talking about the But you know what, Girk? Ultimately, that's what you But this is only relevant if yeah. divorce comes into the picture. Yeah, no, it's not only relevant. Yes, then. it is. Because if you're married, why else would you be concerned about my money, his money? Dude, that's the whole question. The whole question is that these two people have two separate accounts. His money is in his account. Her money is in her But when you're married, it doesn't matter the name. I know you're talking like if the off chance that they get divorced or whatever the chance is in the future, if they get divorced, then everything's split down the middle. Okay, great. That's not the question. The question is that they're now together, no talks of divorce, have two separate bank accounts. The guys want to combine the bank accounts and split the expenses. The girl doesn't want to do that because the guys are already paying all the expenses. So she's saying, no, I'm going to keep my bank account with my money in it. 
you're gonna continue to use your bank account to pay for all the shit that you've already been paying for me. Some of us have hella weddings coming up this year, hella events to attend. We gotta find outfits, okay? So let me introduce you guys to Money Justle. I mean, I don't have to introduce you to Money Justle. You guys already know Money Justle, Canadian designer, okay? Well, she now has a sister brand called 91. It's the same vibe of Money K Justle, but more affordable and accessible. It's perfect for last minute shopper girlies like me, okay? Who wait till the very last second before they do shopping for their cousin's weddings and then freak out because they don't have anything to wear. This is perfect for us, okay? Because everything's ready to ship and arrives within three to four days. They have different collections within the brand to suit all different moods. They have traditional, fun, flirty, even retro. They got lenge, they got sarees. You can even buy individual pieces as well to mix and match. The skirts all have the same money just spin and that original like double slit detail that she's known for. They only ship to Canada and the U.S., so if you're in any of those places and you need something, you know, to wear, you want to buy a new piece or something like that, and you just, you want to own a money just little piece, this is, this is perfect for you, okay? You can go to the website at www.91bymoneyjustle.com and use the code COACHES for 20% off. The link to the website will be in the episode details. You guys can click that. And shout out to them for supporting the pod. So check them out money 91 by moneyjustle.com code coaches at checkout you're going to continue to use your bank account to pay for all the shit that you've already been paying for me so look there that's what the, her friends are getting mad at because they bought up the fact that they're sharing accounts i get that I yeah get so that. that's what they're mad at it has nothing to do with like the legality behind it if they get divorced no i know but I, i'm saying that they should be thinking like that they should think about how irrelevant it is yeah. that they're like to keep it separate. Yeah. It's irrelevant to keep it separate at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because just a it's just a mindset, like to say, oh yeah, this is um this is my money and this is your money and I can only spend within this much because this is all I have and you he's only spending in that much because that's all he has. And it's all a mindset. Because it's completely now the the irrelevant day, for these girls to be like, you should pay for all my shit. Yeah. And I like, it's completely irrelevant because at the end of the day, if she, let's say, saved up $500,000, that money belongs to him still too. $250,000. It belongs to him. So you're racking up all this money in your own personal account. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because it's his at the end of the day too, you if you're married. You acquired it while you were married. So, so that's what we're saying. Like ultimately, even this girl right here, right. Who's saying that we have separate accounts for like personal spending, blah, 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 blah. It's completely irrelevant. Cause at the end of the day, if something was to happen, all that money that's in your quote, personal spending account is his too. And then the money that's in his personal spending account is yours too. No, no, I get that. I think we're just saying the same thing. Um, You guys are thinking about like the, and yeah, result. but I'm thinking that these people just th these people need to change their mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. It's not about like oh, it's separate or whatever. Yeah. It needs to be separate. He needs to pay for everything. It doesn't matter because as long as even if the money for your nails and your hair is coming out of his account, mm -hmm. you're technically taking out it taking it out of your net worth. Yeah, yeah. If you're married, unless you have a prenup. Yeah. That and I know there's some other shit too. And we it's know not, damn well you guys are not prenups, kid. Okay? <laughs> 
but we know there's like but i know there's like some other shit too like obviously we'd have to ask like someone that actually knows what the fuck they're talking about but isn't it like if one person is making like more money than the other person then then it's not a 50 50 anymore no it's no it's not that we had like two lawyers on the podcast we answered well, uh, all these no, questions that's your are you thinking in terms of um spousal support yeah well obviously the person that makes the most money is paying the spousal support spousal support is if i let's say me and tony get divorced and i now all of a sudden do not have access to his income yeah i um, can so now say all of a sudden i'm making uh the same i was before zero <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can say i had two of his kids in this time period and they're still very young and i had this lifestyle yeah. while i was married to him yeah. And I need like something equal to that, yeah. so he like that and for all the sacrifices. Yes. So then, Shalita so then he everything. has to. <laughs> <laughs> all these sacrifices I made for these kids, getting out, making them brunch, lunch. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck, Shalita is doing all the work. <laughs> Tony's paying for that, dude. <laughs> hey, don't tempt me, Girk. I'll put that in my case. I'll be like, I deserve a nanny as well. I need to maintain this lifestyle with a nanny. <laughs> So then Tony would continue to pay for that. No, but the thing Gert is... Gert would is get like, so fired up if that happened. He would go get a law degree to defend Tony himself. 100%. <laughs> no, the thing is, is that Tony would not be able to make the money that he's making... If it wasn't for Shalita. If it wasn't... <laughs> no, if it wasn't for Gravine in the picture. You also assist him. Yeah. Well, so that's, a, that's just adding to my case, Pam. Yeah, I haven't even gotten like, to that part yet. <laughs> That's like spousal support, which you have to build a case to prove in this yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah. But this is just straight up assets, what you guys have in the bank. What I was going to say earlier is I haven't actually had a conversation with somebody who's a splitter. The two bank account split everything. I, I have. You have? Yeah. Married. That it's married that, and like someone that I know pretty well. We've had this conversation like he, we've talked about it multiple times because I'm like, yo, I'm the firm believer of I know there's like a million fucking like finance gurus. Whatever okay, but out what there. are the reasons? Can you but, like I'm genuinely curious, like why they split it, like, like why so, they keep everything separate? So it was it was something that was never discussed in the beginning. Okay. And it when they got married, it just stayed that way. And like, it just never really changed. And then, so what ended up happening was like, you know, when they got like a house or something, then like, they would just be like, okay, like he makes more money than her. So then he was taking on like the bigger expenses and then she was taking on like the small, like, so but she- But then at no point they didn't think like, hey, this is all, we were complicating things. Yeah. So, but now, so I, this is like the, this is his struggle with it is he's like, we've been doing this now for so long that like when- he's like i do bring it up or it does get brought up it's like oh yeah like okay we will we will and then like life happens we get busy in our own lives and then like it doesn't happen and then like or like so they're slowly trying to make that change towards it but yeah i feel like for most people what ends up happening is like when they like a everyone already knows that the finance talk is like the one of the main things that doesn't get discussed i should it's just a sensitive topic it's the crazy thing is when i used to work at cra they used to have like a like a when you first get hired like a training thing on like trying to explain to you basically as like the person working for CRA how important and like sensitive people 
feel about their financial situation because they're like they will tell you people will tell you like their medical history i have this disease i have this condition i have this he's they'll tell anyone this but they're like when it comes to how much money they make how much money they have they won't even tell their own like spouse and they're like people because it's such a sensitive thing so i think that's what it is like people just like don't want to have that conversation because like a either they're embarrassed by like what they have or whatever, or like, it's just an uncomfortable conversation to have. Like they don't want to feel like in a position of weakness or something. Everyone's just like, yeah, Joe, fuck it. You have your account. I have my account. And then when we get a house, we'll just go 50, 50 on everything. And then going 50, 50 on everything, meaning K well, you pick up X, Y, and Z and I'll pick up X, Y, and Z. And then, so like, you never know if it's like a full 50, 50 or not, but like someone's paying something, someone's paying something, right? Like, and that's just how people continue to do it. And then they have their own money, like outside of those bills that they pay that they just spend on themselves or whatever. But once again, like I said, I know there's like a hundred million fucking finance gurus that are like, no, you should never do joint accounts. Always keep it separate. Blah, 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 blah. They have like different, but it doesn't even matter. Like, that's what I don't understand. Is like even like as the girl, right? If you want your husband to pay for everything, right? It doesn't even matter because at the end of the day, if you're saying your husband's money is your money, that's your money that you're spending. But I guarantee you it's not as black and white. Let me show us Nancy. Okay, so, so that's exactly, that's what, exactly what that's exactly what I'm saying. And that's exactly what those lawyers said when they came on the podcast. Yeah. They said that whatever income you make or whatever assets you buy while you're married is up for a split okay so let's say when you got married to karen you had five thousand dollars in your bank account she had five thousand dollars in her bank account okay you guys are both starting even okay let's say you get married you move in together right yeah you start making and then let's say within like the two years of being married you now have um, a hundred thousand in your bank account, yeah. and she has five hundred thousand, and but you've been paying for everything. Let's just make it very easy. You've paid for everything out yeah. of your personal bank account. Mm -hmm. She paid for nothing. Yeah. That's why there's such a large discrepancy there. You yeah. only have a hundred k. She has five hundred k. Okay, yeah. that five hundred k that's sitting in her bank account is up for split yeah. with yeah. you, yeah, 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 because she racked that up while you guys were married. She only had 5,000 5, sitting there before the marriage. Yeah, yeah. You only had 5,000 sitting in there before the marriage. So everything outside of that $5,000 is up for split. So that's why I'm saying these chicks yeah. that are having their separate bank accounts with no prenup, it doesn't even matter yeah. if your husband, if you want him to pay for everything, blah, 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 it doesn't fucking matter. If you want him to pay for everything or even if you don't, even if you say like, okay, yeah, but I make more money or I just want to keep mine separate, blah, blah, blah. Unless there's a prenup or even a post-nuptial agreement to say, okay, I've got this crazy job now and I don't want to split anything with you anymore. I'm only going to contribute whatever I've been doing so far. The rest is all mine. Then it's safe. But otherwise, this is why we're saying like there's no need to complicate things. Yeah, exactly. And there's no reason to be like, oh, I'm gonna keep everything separate. My hus I'm gonna pay for my stuff. My husband has to pay for this. It doesn't even matter. Stop even thinking like that. Cause I'm, cause ninety nine point nine percent of you guys don't have prenups. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all you guys are in the split category where all your shit everything that you have that you make while you're married is getting split down the fucking middle bro yeah Un unless you have assets that you brought prior to getting married yeah but unless once again you have to have 
a prenup, prenup in place. Yeah. yeah. Like this is why this doesn't mean uh, this girl who's keeping her because isn't it like let's separate? say you have an asset from before you got married, but you use let's say it has a mortgage payment and now that mortgage payment comes out of your joint account. Yeah. That it's like something like that also belongs to your spouse now. Yeah, like exactly. they have yeah, yeah. a right to it. And so you have to keep it completely completely separate. separate. And let's say you bought a house before you got married and then you've been now then you get married and in that five years of being married the house value went up five hundred thousand dollars that increase in value also gets split with your spouse so yeah just just, i I don't understand so don't think that you're above someone else just because you keep your shit separate unless you got a prenup in place it's not even that it's a little bit of it is like the control thing or like wanting to keep control over your own things or like not having anyone say anything about what you're buying like i don't for example if i go around spending like crazy amounts of money on something like tony's gonna be like okay what the hell are you doing and some people just don't want to hear that so even like when it was very clear like we both had full-time jobs we're both paying into the same account i had whatever dumb amount coming in and he had his amount (laughs) proper amount coming in (laughs) and like Let's say even if I'm like still spending within my somewhat means, he would still be like, but you know, Gravine, is this necessary? Like it's a little bit of an accountability thing too. Hey coaches, all the podcasts. I've been dating this girl for a couple of months and everything's going really well. We met on Dill Mill, but surprisingly we both live in neighboring Midlands towns. The fuck does that even mean? Midlands towns. In the UK. Oh. <laughs> my home country. Yeah, Gravine's fucking past life oh that's india sorry oh but he's saying it in the uk yeah yeah but it's still an indian national okay this is crazy okay whatever that's this is crazy because it's a gora heavy population okay whatever we have no mutual friends which is really odd anyways so i googled her name just to see what comes up as google is very powerful (laughs) what and i just (laughs) good job finding this out (laughs) fucking 2024 (laughs) I didn't realize how sick Google was. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of this website. <laughs> www.google.com. Yeah. And then just put in there. <laughs> you can type in anything and it's yeah. so powerful. I think it might be one of the most powerful search engines. <laughs> Not going to gatekeep this. Yeah. <laughs> I discovered that she'd been caught drunk driving and has a record. Yeah. Oh. Should I be concerned? Is this a red flag? Am I thinking too deeply about this? Thank, thanks. I appreciate any feedback and perspective. Twenty years old. Hold on, is this a guy? Right? Yes, yeah, a guy. Oh, a guy. about a girl that yeah, he's dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He googled her and he found out that she got a DUI. Yeah. Why is it coming up on DUI? Google? Guarly, uh, all this shit is public record. But I'm sure it's done in the UK. Aren't DUIs public record? No. no, maybe not in Canada. I don't know. I don't know who the fuck knows what's going on in the UK. I mean, it's only a red flag if she continues to do it. Like, if you're dating her and she, you go on a date and, like, she's slamming it back. And then she's like, okay, bye, see ya, jumping in my Mercedes. Yeah. <laughs> How long like, ago was this? Like, I know people that have had DUIs and, like, I wouldn't write them off as potential partners because of that. <laughs> I know people that have multiple DUIs that still are doing it. I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm just like, all right, my fucking fifth time's a charm. <laughs> fifth time's a charm. Yeah, like, uh, like, what if it was when she was like 18? Yeah. You know, she's 28 now. Like, it depends. Like, is she and is she still doing it? Like, blah blah blah. Like, you know, there's a 
a bunch of like different things you could even ask her about it but if that's the case if in the uk they freaking post online every time like somebody does like literally anything like are all their parking tickets like sorry speeding tickets and everything getting caught drinking and driving probably is like a criminal offense in the uk still i think it is in it Canada is here too, too. You get but it doesn't you get come up easily when you google it no i think you have it to go used into the to court be, websites yeah i think it used to be a actual criminal record but i think it's now different like in bc for example like i know people in bc that have had like four or five duis yeah, yeah, yeah. but back in the day like i think alberta now recently changed it but back in the day in alberta you got a dui that's a criminal thing so when you get a job and it says do you have a criminal record you have to say yes but in bc is it was it's never been like that i don't think in bc you can have multiple duis and like it's like yeah i know some people that have like multiple duis Hey Pam, I, uh, I need your honesty. So I was with my boyfriend last week and he looked very distracted. So after pushing him to tell me what was up, he said, I bumped into my ex earlier and found out she's getting engaged. I'm just a little taken back, but I don't care. <laughs> He's like writing us an anonymous submission. I don't even go fuck about this dumb bitch. <laughs> I was understanding because I'm not a jealous person and like they have a long history. It's always on um, and it's always uncomfortable to see your ex whatever but then when i asked where he bumped into her he started ranting like oh i recognize your car license plate because it's so cringe and she got it when we were dating and i always hated it so i interrupted him like wait what the fuck were you driving or in a parking lot who approached who? like how does this conversation occur from you seeing her car i was so confused and his face looked like oh shit i didn't mean to say that so i pushed him even more he tried changing up the story, but I kept catching things and I, and it, that didn't add up. And finally, this is what I gathered from the back and forth. He was driving behind her, recognized her car, saw her turning into the gym and followed her into the gym parking lot. What? Seems like a, you know, uh, reasonable dissy thing to do. What? Huh? Obviously, at this point, I'm like dumbfounded and disgusted. So I ask why. And his explanation is, that I get, never gave her closure when we broke up and I always felt sorry for her because I really hurt her and she blocked me on everything. So I saw the opportunity and just wanted to apologize. That's all. I was like, so you stalked your ex-girlfriend? And he's like, no, I was going towards a plaza the gym was in anyways. He told me that they had a short combo and she was nice and she told him that she was engaged and said bye. I'm not even worried about the girl, but I'm just so shocked at his behavior. And it's nothing like anything he's done before, I swear. We don't really have any other issues, but this feels like a red flag. What do you think? I told him I thought he was super weird for that. And he said that it was just in the heat of the moment. And we haven't spoken about it since. Oh, I'm fully thinking about this whole story in a completely different way. I thought this was a guy writing in. Yeah, I thought it was a guy writing in who ran into another one of his friends that is now going to marry his um, no. ex-girlfriend. I'm just looking at this. I'm like, wait, this is what the fuck is going on here? No, no, no. Oh, so it's a chick, yeah. and her man ran into his ex. Yeah, and, and he saw her gundi and he turned into the gym. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'll get the man, Jolti. And ran up behind. Bro, it's giving pervert. Okay. <laughs> I mean, fuck, he's a curious George type of banda. No, <laughs> and then he has the audacity to say. I wanted to give, give her, her closure. closure. Did she ask your ass for ah, closure? Ah. What do you mean, ma? We're just out there trying to, you know, right, right the wrong. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> If Karen, like, I don't know, 
was driving behind her ex, recognized his car. Yeah. Let me give this guy some closure. <laughs> Pulled into the parking lot. Yeah. Wouldn't you be like, I don't think I've ever heard the word. I'd be like, come home, let me give you some closure. Yeah, exactly. But Pam, <laughs> have you ever even heard the words like, I wanted to give them closure? I have heard it from some hille bande in my life, yeah. <laughs> some hille. But people. usually it's like, I need closure. I did that because I needed closure. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you reckon... Like, that's just some out of pocket. Okay, I do believe him when he says it was the heat of the moment. Because that's some heady shit to be doing <laughs> out in public for no reason. That's pretty wild, yeah. It's one thing to, like, physically bump into them, you know? Yeah, yeah. But she's driving. You recognize the license plate. Then you're like, Yeah, I am make a demon. I make a demon. To give closure. I am make a demon. I am make a demon. Pull up beside her, park, roll the window. Yo, what up? She's probably like, what the fuck? Oh my god! Like, there's so many changing her license plate immediately. Like, there's so many things. Yeah. Like, so many moments that you could have had in that moment when you were turning the steering wheel, you would have been like, wait, what am I doing? Never mind. When you were parking your gaddi. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's. I mean, it's a little bit rowdy behavior. I don't know if this is like deal breaker, like end it type of like yeah. situations, but it's definitely like. This is just like, you know, dumb desi behavior. Yeah. Like, but then he was sometimes like. Sometimes we just like, as desi, like guys, we just like, you know. The brain cells just are not there sometimes. <laughs> we're just like, oh. so in the moment, we think we're doing the craziest thing. Like right now, oh, wait till she sees me. Right? <laughs> the neurotransmitters are not transmitting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong things are being transmitted. Like, it's definitely a weird behavior. And I would, like, definitely be, like, so embarrassed. Yeah. Unless, it's like, between when they broke up and, like, when you guys have been together, like, in that period of time, unless something has changed, like, drastically in his life. Like, he lost a shit ton of weight or he got, like, another sick gaddi or, you know, like, then I can understand, right? You're like, let me show this bitch, right? Fucking pull up in your new gaddi and shit. You're all jacked. You're like, what's up, bitch? <laughs> like, then it makes sense to me. Can't really. And she's just like living her life, like <laughs> yeah. going to the gym and like just engaged to some other guy. And this guy's just out. like, I'm just saying, like, I don't even care what his justification for it is. I'm just saying, as his girlfriend, I would just be so embarrassed. Yeah. Also, if she blocked you on everything, I don't think she needs, I don't think she's dying for closure yeah. from you. If it was like, oh, you never know. Oh, I messaged her and she didn't reply, blah, blah, blah. But it was, it's not like she blocked you or anything. That'd be, that'd be different. Fine. Maybe. Maybe, like, it was, like, a rough thing. She was pissed at him. He's like, yo, like, like that, that's fine. If you bump into someone yeah. and you want to be like, yo, I, and you do want to apologize. You treated that person like shit. You bump into them be like, you know what? I'm so sorry. That was a different person back then. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Completely normal. But the turning into the parking lot <laughs> and this and that, and the, you know, it's a little much. That being said, I don't think it's like deal breaker. I just think it's like, just let him know that it's embarrassing and it's giving pervert and to never do it again. He's got a little bit pumped up, you know, like saw her. He's like, all right, let's see. And then, you know, then you just lose a little bit of your brain cells and you're like, oh, fuck it. They keep on the own. That's it for the podcast. Hopefully you enjoy it. Make sure you follow Gurk on Instagram at Karnapati Real Estate. Best deal without weight. Now in the BC market, buying a real, buying and selling at BC. Hit him up. Follow Gurveen on Instagram at There Goes Gurveen. Subscribe to the Patreon for bonus content, more episodes, and you can follow the 
podcast account at Coach P Podcast on Instagram. We'll catch you next week on Coaches Don't Play. Bye. It's time to stop listening to all the spunking that's been going on for the past hour and listen to some music, all right? Follow the Desi Don't Dose playlist for the latest, greatest Punjabi hits. It's updated every single Friday. You can click the link in the episode details under Desi Don't Doze. This is my favorite track on the playlist right now. Whoa, hey, look, harsh. Yeah. Get him. Rap likhna di mere vich andi akrari log naam lake kende mainu harsh lakari tam tam diya kale o ta sab ta hi auna eh thode te depend kinne kidda hega chona This is my favorite song of the playlist. Go listen to the whole playlist right now. This you don't know. Okay, check them out. Okay, bye bye bye. <laughs>